Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Read Between podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And we are here, episode 14, back again, back at it again, another episode for your ears. And we're back at it again with the white band. Hey... 2015 memes in effect hey only the dankest of memes (laughs) we're still we're still working on oh god what so we got damn daniel what are those it's the same oh i know no damn daniel is part of the white bands yes what are those those is its own thing its own thing which has now resurfaced thanks to black panther thanks black panther yeah, way to revive a meme. Yeah, way to revive a meme I've, that's already been dead. I like it's funny because like when memes die, they die. They don't. They, they don't come back. They die they're horrible deaths. Like, they're, yeah, they're in the grave. Yeah. But fucking Black Panther did some goddamn pet cemetery bullshit and brought back brought it back to life. Yeah, brought back what are those for whatever reason? I don't know why. Are people actually like saying it again or? Uh, I don't think so. But like it's been it's become a thing where like people it's like oh, there like there'll be I remember there was a whole thing on Twitter like Black. Uh, spoil black panther without context where like it'll be a picture of something that like has to do with a spoiler in black panther but it's without any context whatsoever Mm. and there's just like pictures of like the what are those or like somebody will post the what are those vine and Mm. just like oh okay what does this have to do with it wow okay so yeah so uh thanks black panther you're a great movie but you're killing memes over again but you're doing this pet cemetery bullshit with memes resurrecting memes (laughs) Resurrecting memes like we've never seen before. Yes. Gotcha. So, so Lynn, how's your week been? It's been really dreary. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just rainy out. Yeah. It makes me want to sleep all day. Yeah, I'm with you. Have you ever just like closed your eyes and you could feel like how dry they were? Uh-huh. And then you were like, I'm just going to keep them closed for a bit. And then you sleep for two hours. Yep. That's me. That's what you just did before we started recording. Huh? Not, not even. Like, I want to so bad, but my body is like, you have shit to do, girl. Yeah. Just... Do some work. Yeah. Before you nap. (laughs) Yeah. I just got done with my first rehearsal for my very first sketch comedy show, so so that's gonna be fun. I did a photo shoot as a Nathan Drake esque explorer character, so that was fun. Although with the with the additional costume pieces I ended up looking like Marlon Brando in Iraq. Jesus as one person said. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So wow. it was okay. an in- it's an interesting look. I'm I'm very excited to see what the final photos look like from they that. They just shoot. crop you out. <laughs> they just they just crop me out. It's like oh that looks like, like shit. What are you done. doing? He's done. At one point I was doing a Hamlet thing with a fake skull and oh yeah I'm excited. Oh these are gonna be fun. See what happens is that normally when Evan does promo pictures for his comedy stuff he puts it as his Facebook picture. Yeah. I really want that Hamlet picture as your Facebook. We'll profile. see what we'll see what ends up coming out of that. Look, I'm just saying. I want a copy of that, and I want it as your profile picture on Facebook. (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens. So, well, for those of you who may be new here or haven't listened in a while, uh, what we like to do in the first half of the show here is Lynn will go to the Reddit subreddit, not The Onion, and she'll pull up a couple stories uh, of actual things that have happened, but but with really weird headlines. And we're just going to... Go ahead and take a look, see what headlines come up, and then we will tell the story behind one of them. OC man rides a horse on a Long Beach freeway, is arrested on suspicion of DUI. Oh, okay. So, so is when it's DUI when you're riding a horse, do they check both the operator and the horse for DUI? Like he got the horse drunk. And... I mean, you never know. But that would that be his... I mean, then that would be more like animal abuse, I guess. That's that's true. Um, but like, would the horse be charged with DUI? Would he go to horse jail? Well, oh, that's a good question. Just saying. We gotta. I gotta find out if there's a horse jail nearby. <laughs> <laughs> hey Google, where's the nearest horse jail? So that that said that's that gave us the address for a women's correctional facility in not New Jersey. A, in New Jersey, not a horse jail. So Google says that women are horses. What the fuck? That's terrible. Uh, what's the next headline? <laughs> BC Family says care homes switched their mom's cat with robotic version. What? <laughs> like mm-hmm. like a? Are we talking like one of those like toy ones that's like? 
I think they mean like it looks like their cat, but it's like a robot version. That's weird. They just stuck a bunch of gears and gizmos inside a taxidermied cat or something. Mm. That's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's like those cat drones that you see, where like people turn their dead cats into drones. No, that's not okay. No, it's not, and it's just it's just really fucking weird. That's just like weird. Yeah. Okay, last one. Yes. Woman assumes Olympics fan is flying a Confederate flag. It was Norwegian. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. That that just goes to show people don't know vexillology. You don't you don't know your your flags. You don't know your flags. There's actually I. It's funny enough. I actually was at a talk a couple weeks ago that talked about the study of flag history, vexillology. Oh, oh is there a podcast where people could learn more about vexillology? There is a podcast. It's called the Vexillogicast. It can be found on iTunes and all other podcast platforms. You should go subscribe. Check them out. Yes. Learn about flags yes. so you don't confuse the Norwegian flag with the Confederate flag. Yes. Even though they're very different. They're very different. So, Lynn, out of those three, which which do you like the best? No, you got to choose, boo. That's Ooh. not how this works. I, okay. You know the format of the show. That's We've true. been doing it for four months. That's true. We have been doing it for four months. Um, I really like the one with the woman in the care home that has her cat switched out for a robotic one. That's like... That's some conspiracy That is some shit. conspiracy theory shit. I'm, like, very, very interested to, to find out what happened there, so... Well, should we tell the story of... Petunia and her robot cat Sniffles. Let's tell the story of Petunia and her robot cat Sniffles. All right. Well, Petunia has been living in the care home now for, I want to say like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, her She was living with her um, daughter and her daughter's family, but her daughter had to move mm-hmm. to a home that was more accommodating for her family size. You know, her daughter was still young, still having kids, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and, they just thought that it was time, you know. Petunia thought it was time. Let me let me move. Let me get my own place mm-hmm. in a nice little senior home. Mm-hmm. I can bring Sniffles there. Yeah. Maybe get another cat called Snuffles, and they'll mm-hmm. be little snuffly friends. Snuffly, yeah. snuffly friends. Yeah. So at first, this started out like a, like really good. Mm-hmm. You know, people were into it. Everyone was behind her. They found a really really nice home and got her settled. Made sure it felt like home, and mm-hmm. and Sniffles seemed to like it at first. Mm-hmm. But over time, Sniffles got a little weird. Yeah, Sniffles. Sniffles was the kind of cat that always did better when it was just was just her and Petunia. Mm-hmm. Sniffles was not a Sniffles was not a kind of animal that was great around other people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always those kind of things where dogs are best in you know single person house, single adult households with nobody else. Mm-hmm. They're best you know with just individual people. This was one of those cases. Um, but to an extreme level, e- even though even other family members of Petunias were not liked at all by Sniffles. Mm-hmm. Sniffles hated other people except for Petunia. It's almost like Sniffles had tunnel vision in terms of who she liked. It was just Petunia. Yeah, so when Sniffles would hear the neighbors, because, like, you know, the way th- they were living quarters, right? Mm-hmm. So you only have so much wall space between you and your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So when Petunia heard... You know, other elderly people in the, or I'm sorry, when Sniffles heard other um, elderly people in the home, mm-hmm. Sniffles wasn't really into it. She would, you know, try and go in a corner, stay in a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, she would hiss at Petunia if there was too much noise going on. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes Petunia would have some of her, some of her friends in the in the home stop by, and mm-hmm. you know, they would just be chit chatting at the door, and the door would be hanging open, and behind Petunia, you could see Sniffles in the background just. <sighs> Yeah, like pawing at yeah, them. Yeah, pawing at them. Yeah, just mm-hmm. not making it a very friendly environment for other people. So Yeah. Um, with that said, the care home was getting a lot of complaints, mm-hmm. as care homes do when animals are uncooperative. Mm-hmm. The fact that they found a care home that allows animals is like, holy shit. Yeah, because that's a very rare thing. That's very care rare. homes. They don't really do that. No. Um, so the care home was getting complaints. Mm-hmm. And the care home underestimated Petunia. They thought, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, if she's in here, she's probably got some memory issues. Mm-hmm. So maybe if one day she goes out with her family, we can go in and just swap out the cat with one of our fancy robotic cats. What people didn't know about this care home is that it was actually a secret science laboratory. Yeah, it, it, they had partnered with the CIA, and the CIA has been working on 
covert cat operations. Mm-hmm. It's at, the CIA actually has a branch of the CIA underneath the main CIA mm-hmm. called the Cat Investigation Agency. I was just about to say cat yeah, in- investigation. Yeah. The Cat Investigation Agency was what was the branch that they were that they had tasked with figuring out a way to um, to move Petunia's cat out of there and bring in a new cat mm-hmm. because they needed to learn more about Petunia and figure out what the hell's going on. There's mm-hmm. some something weird about Petunia with the fact that she needed to have this cat in here. Mm-hmm. So they were going to figure it out, and a robot cat was the only thing they were going to use. And this robot cat looked exactly like Snevels. Yeah. Um, the only difference was that there was a, instead of a little butthole, there was a giant red restart button. Oh, okay. Just right where the butt is. Okay. So it's an, it was an actual, so was it like an actual button that was skinned with like a butthole sticker on it? No, just red. Just red. Okay. Red, red button. Just red that button you, that says reset. Boop. Yep. Okay. That you press when huh. when you gotta reset your cat robot. What 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 conditions would you have to reset your cat robot under? Like what would it like? Um. Well, you know, cat robotics while they look really good, mm-hmm. technology behind them is still kind of new. Kind of primitive. Yeah. So if it glitches out a lot, you know, tries to eat you in your sleep, um, uh, that... starts walking around like a human, talking like a human. Huh. Um, you know, okay. so there, so it gets too in math. You might want to get a little concerned. Wow. Okay. So if the cat starts doing like trigonometry, mm-hmm. then that's when you kind of want to hit that reset button. And yeah. Just clear its wipe its memory. Clean. Even even when it starts doing like, you know, basic algorithms, I'd say you just okay. might want to. If it learns multiplication, you've got a problem because so, cats cannot multiply. So if it starts scratching on the sofa, though, no time to reset. No, that's a cat thing. That's a cat thing. Okay. You can whack it. I mean, oh. I don't, I don't, I don't condone hitting your cat. Can you spray it with water like you would a normal cat? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, because they're like IP sixty eight water resi- water like yeah. waterproof or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got that figures. They can't get that technology in phones, but they can get it in robot cats. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, of course. That's stupid. Fuck our phones, right? Yeah. Yeah. They actually. It was funny. Actually, the very first people don't know this. The very first. CIA invented robot cat was actually the cat that they used in Garfield the movie. Mm. That was not a CGI cat. That was a CIA developed, um, CIA developed robot cat. Um, also the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh Salem. Salem. Salem was a CIA cat. Man, mm-hmm. I didn't. I had no idea. Mm. Wow. Well, they did use. They see that was when um, the CIA cats were not yet mobile. Oh, okay. So that there was an actual Salem. I believe the cat that was Salem died a few years back. Oh, okay. Um, so he actually died rather recently, mm-hmm. um, which was surprising. He was a very old cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for the still shots when Salem had to speak, they would use the CIA cat. So when you see, like, you know, fake Salem, or real Salem versus fake Salem, fake Salem looks fucking big. Uh-huh. And just not like a cat. Gotcha. It's because... They basically took the CIA cat and went, you're going to be an actor, buddy. <laughs> I want to be an actor? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. the story of Sam. Yeah. So, so back, to the, back to the care home. Yeah, yeah. So they, they one day, uh, when Petunia's out mm. um, and, and uh, Sniffles is all alone, mm. they go in, they perform this like really straight covert op situation, break into the apartment, steal Sniffles. They don't, like, kill Sniffles or anything. They just take no. Sniffles away. They have, like, an underground, like... It's a cat sanctuary underground. Yeah. So, like, he... Where he will go, he will live very comfortably. He mm-hmm. will miss Petunia greatly, mm-hmm. but he will be very comfortable, very safe. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they replace they replace Sniffles with Robo-Sniffles. Mm-hmm. And, um... Petunia noticed a difference right away. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as Petunia walked in... And Robo Sniffles saw her. Robo Sniffles rubbed up against Petunia. That part was normal. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Sniffles did. But then when when Sniffles went to, Robo Sniffles went to greet Petunia, it was meow 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 meow. Yeah, the the vocals, not good. Yeah, these aren't vocaloid cats. No, not good. Um, and then Petunia's uh, friend Tulip walked in. Mm-hmm. All of her friends are named or, after flowers. Yeah, Tulip and Cardamom walked in. Oh, and then Rose and Daisy were there yeah, as Rose well. Yeah, Rose and Daisy were there. Yeah. Um, and and 
sniffle, snuffles, sniffles, 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 yes, sniffles, um, you know, started greeting them, same way, meow, and that was very rare for, he did not go up to other people as we established, he Mm -hmm. he doesn't like other people, yeah, um, so right away, Petunia was like, hmm, this is not, this is weird, maybe he's just getting used to his environment, who knows, so at first she just ignored it and was like, I'll just write it off. Mm-hmm. Just a weird day yeah. for Mr. Sniffles. Um, next day stops by and he's not hiding in his normal corner. Mm-hmm. Um, Petunia's neighbor, um, Jerry, mm-hmm. he, he's loud in the morning. He's got a wife named... Uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl. And um, Cheryl and... and Jerry are loud in the morning just because they don't have their hearing aids in yet. They just woke up. So a lot of ruckus. Where's the bar of soap? What? Where's the bar of soap? What? I know that soup made me so bloated last night. Your soup made you bloated? Cheryl, I'm not cheating on you with, with Gladys. What are you talking about? Yeah, I want Cheetos. Thanks for asking. You oh, I like the brie. You want the brie cheese? Bri- bricks? I'm not laying bricks. You're pooping bricks? No. What? You want a brick oven pizza? Pizza? Yeah, that sounds good. Pizza, my ass. <laughs> God. Okay, we'll stop. Yeah, I think our <laughs> I think our neighbors are freaking out. Like, what the hell is wrong with them? Uh, <laughs> um, so they're loud in the morning. It's yeah. very obvious that they're loud in the morning. Mm-hmm. They don't have their hearing aids in yet. They're getting ready on their day. And usually Mr. Sniffles, that's when he's hiding under the bed. He's hiding in corners, mm-hmm. trying to get away from the noise. But he's not doing it this time. Yeah. This, and Oh, go ahead. This time he's, you know, sitting on um, Petunia's lap as he, she eats her um, daily hard-boiled egg. <laughs> and the other weird thing is typically Sniffles... Sniffles used the bathroom a lot. He was kind of incontinent. He mm. was because he was an older cat. He was getting older. Yeah. But the one thing that uh, Petunia noticed was the fact that he hadn't used the bathroom in over like twelve hours. Yeah. So that kind of was confusing as well. Like mm-hmm. he, he just, would pretend like he would go in there and like squat, but nothing and, and fake meow. Yeah. And then like pretend to dig and then walk away and nothing would be there. Yeah. But Petunia, I mean, she was having to clean the litter box every six hours before, mm-hmm. and it had gone been eighteen since mm-hmm. she had even seen anything. Yeah. So. So that kind of made her a little disconcerted. Mm-hmm. So the so the next day she goes to one of the nurses. Mm-hmm. She goes to one of the nurses in her hall and just says, "Yeah, um, something's weird with my cat, and weird in a good way because he's acting much more normal, but weird in a weird way because he is not acting anywhere, you know, what he anything like he used to act. I don't understand. Did um, somebody do something to my cat while I was gone?" Yeah, and, and the nurses, of course, all work for the CIA as well. Yeah. Everyone in there is in it. They're all, they're all part of the cat investigative agency. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Um, they're all called cat people. You know, I'm okay. a cat person. It's okay. Code for... Ah. I'm in the that, CIA. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, so her nurse was like, oh, no, honey. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sniffles is exactly the same as when you came in. He's fine. He's yeah. doing well. He's doing great. A-okay. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, basically tried to, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, deflect the, yeah, try to deflect the, the concerns, the concerns and, and move on for the day, you know, kind of steer in a different direction and it worked. Yeah. But then when Petunia went back to her home, she saw, when she went back in, she saw that Sniffles had attempted to go scratch the scratch her chair but ended up glitching out and was just stuck to with her claws stuck in the in the chair just kind of seizing up like in the, the robotics were seizing up her motors would were stopped were not working properly so she was just stuck there in one position yeah and of course this this scared petunia petunia thought like her cat got horribly sick or something uh-huh. so she called a cab uh got her st- stuck ass cat off of the chair <laughs> And uh, brought her into the vet, and when the vet saw it, the vet was just... The vet didn't know what to do. The vet yeah. was like, lady, this is not a cat. Yeah. Um, and, and Petunia went, what do you mean it's not a cat? I've had this cat for like 15 years. 
Of course it's a cat. It's my best friend. And then at that point, the vet looks at Petunia and says, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're in a lot of danger right now. You don't know what you've gotten yourself wrapped up in. You know, this is this is way bigger than you could have ever imagined. And then as soon as she said that, a bullet whizzed through the window, hit the doctor in the head. Shit. The CIA was not playing any games. This cat investigation agency was going to figure out what was going on with the Petunia one way or another, and they couldn't let a vet get in the way. Of course, uh, with the debt of a fucking vet on the floor, um, Petunia was scared. Yeah. Um, she started poking at Snuffles. Sniffles, I'm Sniff- sorry. Sniffles. Um, you know, moving it around, because Sniffles was still stuck at that point. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she lifts up Sniffles' tail. Mm-hmm. There's that big red restart button. Mm-hmm. And Petunia just... It was like in a movie when, when there's like that 360 shot and it ends like on her face. Mm-hmm. And it's just her being like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah. So Petunia just disregards her robot cat, doesn't want anything to do with it. Uh-huh. And runs out to the cab. Tells the cab, you need a fluoride? We have to go over to my my daughter's house right now. Right now. We gotta go get them. They're in trouble. And uh, this this taxi man has been waiting for that call since his first taxi run. And he was like, I'm on it. Puts on his sunglasses and just fucking goes. Yep. Like he's in like the best uh, Fast and Furious movie in the world. Just like. He cranks bad to the bone by Steppenwolf and just <laughs> floors it. Floors it. He's just. And like. He's an artist on the road. Yeah. Just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's like when you play GTA and you're just weaving in and out of traffic. He basically did that to the nth degree. It was yeah. amazing. Not hitting anything. Nope. His drifts were like, oh my god. He hit like, jumps. He hit jumps and landed cleanly as all hell. Like you, mm-hmm. I've ne- I haven't seen or heard of cleaner jumps than he, than what he did that day. Even even the CIA was like, we got to get this guy on the team. Yeah. He knows. He knows what the fuck is up. The the Central Intelligence Agency or the Cat Investigation Agency? Uh, you know there were there were um, agents from both sides, and they both were like, "Wow, we, need, both we need this guy." And then like they kind of realized that they said it out loud, and they're like, "Now nah, he's coming with us." And yeah. then you know, CIA would be like, "No, it's for me." And then the other CIA would be like, "No, him, he's for us." And then got it. You know that that's what. And then they were all over the road because they were fighting over a guy that they wanted to employ. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So they finally get to, to uh, Petunia's daughter's house. Um, uh, her name is Leafy. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> and she, she finds Leafy and goes, Leafy, Leafy, we need to go. We need to just go away somewhere nice. You ever want to go to Prague? I always wanted to go to Prague. <laughs> and Leafy's like, Mom, what the fuck? Mom, what's wrong? Where's Mr. Sniffles? Mm. What's going on? And... Uh, and that's when Petunia tried to explain to her daughter, the CIA is after me. Mm-hmm. They have Mr. Sniffles. We need to go. And then at that point, uh, three large black Chevy Suburbans screech into the driveway behind Petunia and just stop. And a bunch of guys in suits and sunglasses hop out of the cars and are just like, freeze. We have you surrounded. We only want the cat and we want to take you in. And understand what's going on. And um, Petunia plays their game at first. She puts her hands up. Mm-hmm. She tells her daughter, Leafy, put your hands up. Leafy, Leafy, put up, put your hands up. Just do it. Do it this way. Just do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they play and they play. And then Petunia just shoves Leafy inside and they close the door. Uh-huh. And the bullets just start weaving, wheezing in, whizzing in, whizzing in. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and Petunia goes, we have to act fast. We need to go now, okay? I have everyone's fake passports. I made them on the way here. Because I'm... She has a phone. She's... People don't realize... I, Pet- I did a lot in fraud, okay? Yeah. Petunia Petunia actually was a master criminal. She was. When she was younger. Yeah, they, they called her the bulb. Yeah. She was the... She was the... The bright bulb was her... <laughs> was her... Uh, the, was her nickname. The bulb, yeah. She she could do whatever you needed. Yeah. You needed to... You need a fake passport? She got you a fake passport. You fake li- you need a fake driver's license. She's got you. Yeah, anything, anything document wise. Yeah, any documentation that you needed faked, she got you. Heck yeah. Yeah. All about them fake docs. Yeah. So she, like I said, she, she kind of have she, she, she's been waiting for mm-hmm. this, right? So she has everyone's fake IDs. They're gonna start a new life in Prague. <laughs> um, she's got currency. I don't know what 
Euros. Euro- Do they use euros? Yeah, they use euros. She's got plenty of euros uh-huh. somehow. Yeah. And she's like, we need to go. Go get the kids. Go get your husband. Tell them we're going to go on a surprise vacation. And then and then Leafy's like, what What about Sniffles? And then Petunia, Petunia looks at looks at Sniffles and says, this is not the Sniffles I know. This is not the Sniffles I knew. This is not the Sniffles that I had for the last 10 years. This is... This is this is a monster. All those people out there, they're they've controlled this monster and I want nothing to do with it. And while she's saying this, bullets are still just raining down yeah. on them. Yeah. And then Leafy grabs her mother by the shoulders and goes, Mom, we need to get Sniffles back. We need to find Sniffles mm-hmm. and get him back. And Petunia just goes yeah, but would he want me back? And Leafy just goes, Mom, Sniffles is a cat. Of course he will. He always loves you. He always loves you, and he is he is part of this family. Yeah. We're going to get him back. We're not going to Prague without him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So they sneak out the back door. Um... And Petunia, in her criminal day, she actually was a pretty good fighter. So actually managed to sneak out the back, come around the side. She manages to take out one of the guards right next to one, right next to his car. They mm-hmm. hop in, back out of the driveway, spun out, go around. They manage to find the taxi driver. They tell him, yo, jump in. We need a driver. And he's like, all right. He, he jumps, gets in. He jumps in, drives that Suburban all the way back to the care home. Mm-hmm. All under, you know, all under the guise of it's just, oh, they're, one of the guys left. All these other CIA agents are like, shit, he, he had to leave. Okay, so we'll just stay here and man the fort. Um, so Petunia, Leafy, the rest of the family get back to the care home. And they um, and they, and they make their way downstairs through the 20 floors it takes to get down to the uh, to the cat sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And when they get down there, it's just a whole, you just hear meows everywhere. It's like just a chorus of meows. Mm-hmm. And um, by this time, by the time they're on this 20th floor and, mm-hmm. and they're just about to get sniffles, um, the agents know what's up. Mm-hmm. And they have made their way back to the care home. They're on their way down. Mm-hmm. Time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. So it is crucial that they find sniffles. Mm-hmm. However, what... Petunia wasn't aware of what nobody was aware of was that the CIA categorized these cats by coats. Okay. So if cats had similar coats, they would all be in the same room. No collar. They took away their collar. Mm-hmm. So every room just looked like the same cats over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So she was able to find the room where Sniffles would be. Mm-hmm. But now the test was which one is Sniffles? Mm-hmm. She can hear the footsteps of people walking down the halls. Yeah. And she knows. She knows they're coming. Yeah. So what does she do? She opens all of the doors. Yep. Don't ask me how she got the codes. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. She, she's a criminal mastermind. Yeah. She opens up all the doors and she gets, she goes, go get him, guys. She points to the CIA mm-hmm. and they all freeze. They are scared. Mm-hmm. It is now their captors, captors against them. Yeah. And they're not going to use guns. They're fucking cats. Why would they do that? That's that's fucking cruel. Don't got, ever shoot an animal. They've got claws and teeth. Yeah. So the cats just, like an avalanche, are just in this hallway, mm-hmm. making their way over to the CIA. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing they can do. Yeah. CIA goes down. It's just a mound of cats everywhere. Yeah. And when Petunia looks over to her right, back into that door, there's just one cat in there. It's and it's Sniffles. sniffles. And Sniffles comes up, and he rubs his face all over her legs. So Petunia picks him up and goes, We're going to Prague, bunny. Buddy. And then... I have your documents ready. And just as they're about to leave, as Petunia's holding Sniffles, Sniffles unfortunately has an accident and pees in her arms. And she goes, Oh, now I feel all warm inside. That's my boy. That's That's my, my boy. That's my girl, actually. Girl? It's a girl. That's my girl. It's a gender fluid cat. Gender fluid. Sniff- sniffles can be anything. Yeah, Sniffles is, is either. And so they go to Prague. And live the rest of their lives 
together and yeah. as a family. As a family. Under the pseudonames um, Daffodil and uh, Sneezy. <laughs> the end. The end. The end. Well. Alrighty. That, that was a that was quite a tale. It was an action packed tale. Heck yeah. That was like the first like first story we've told like with car chases and <laughs> and espionage and stealth and all that sort of shit. That was crazy. That was fun. That was cool. It was cool. Yeah. So you think we should take a break? I think it's time to take a break. I need I need energy. I'm need, a sleepy girl. You need energy. Take a break. I'm a sleepy sloth. Sleepy sloth. So we're going to take a quick little break, and then we'll be right back with another another story right here on Read Between. So stay tuned. Hey, guys. It's Lynn here at the Read Between podcast. Just here to uh, fill you in on our social media aspects of the, uh, of the group. Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere on the internet at the moment. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on... We have an email. Um, we're on Pinecast. We're, we're, we're in lots and lots of places. So um, if you have a friend who, you know, maybe you found us on like iTunes podcast, Apple Podcasts, and you have a friend that listens on Stitcher, tell your friend, hey, I, there's this awesome podcast called Read Between with uh, uh, this awesome, these two awesome hosts. One of them sounds super cute talking about me. No, it's me. Um, and, and you should give them a listen. They can listen on Stitcher. Um, maybe they like to listen to their podcasts on YouTube. We have, we're on YouTube. Um, maybe they like fucking... Evan, where are we? We're on YouTube. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on Pinecast. We're, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're, we're everywhere. This, I was supposed to do the break, but I forced him into this now. <laughs> anyway, you can find us um, on many platforms. So, like I said, you can find us on YouTube, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We're working on doing Spotify. Um, so, hopefully, that'll be coming soon. Not hard to get on there. Yeah, it's a little hard, a little hard to get on there. So, slowly but surely, we are making our way over to um, Spotify as well. You can follow us on Facebook at Read Between Cast. If you just search, I think if you just search the Read Between Podcast, we will pop up. Same thing with YouTube, just search the Read Between Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Read Between Cast, and you can also send us emails at readbetweencast at gmail.com. Um, send us your feedback, send us your ideas. If you have ideas for you know, what we can say in this break or ideas for segments or ideas for guests or ideas for characters. Any, any ideas and any feedback is welcome, no matter good or bad. Um, not that your ideas are bad. Feedback, though, can be rough. But we're willing to take that criticism. Um, so other than that, I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna stop here. Yeah. Let's go tell another story. And we are back. Thanks for helping me with that break. Hey, no problem. That was good. I got to sit on the couch and, and yell and yell at you, yeah, while you were doing the break. So, so yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So yep. We're uh, we're back again. Back to tell another story. This time, uh, for those of you who may not have listened this far into a podcast before, if you haven't, uh, shame on you. Why haven't you? Yeah, that's fucking rude. Yeah. Just quit halfway through. Yeah. We don't hate you, but you know, you should like definitely listen. <laughs> Square up and change. <laughs> Um, so, what, so what we do in the second half of the show here is I go to a website called fantasynamegenerators.com, which has a book title generator that will put in a genre of book, and it will randomly generate a book title for us, and uh, we'll choose one of these that we generate to tell the story of. Yep. So, uh, Lynn, do you want to give me the first genre? I have to look at the genres again. I constantly forget. Let's do adventure. Adventure. Okay. <clears throat> one, two, three... Ooh. Gosh, these are... Mm. Not good? Fish of the Forest. That sounds like an oxymoron. Huh. That can't work. That can't... Well, I mean, we could make it work. We could tell a story. That's true. It is true. So, well, it's like, now I'm just imagining a fish with a huge nose. Like a human nose. <laughs> okay, so that's one. Okay. Fish of the Forest is one. Uh, let's do humor the next spin so one two three (laughs) 
Um, Baker can dance. Hell yeah! That sounds like a good one. I like that one. He can need that dough. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, so we have Fish of the Forest and Baker can dance. Okay. Uh, what should the last genre be? <clears throat> romance. Romance. The story of romance. I want some smoochins. Okay, one, two, three. Huh. Girlfriend of Hell. Yeah, that's, that's a little truthful, huh? <laughs> There's one also on here just called Walking Her. Oh my god, that's so much better. That sounds, but you like that one? <laughs> so Walking Her we'll take out of those three. Okay. Okay, so we have, as our three, Fish, Fish of the, of the forest, forest, Baker Can Dance, mm-hmm. and Walking Her. Which one do you like out of those three? Baker can dance. Baker can dance. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the story of Baker can dance. Um, Zachary the Baker loved two things in life: one to bake, two to dance. His sweet, sweet dance moves. His moves were just as sweet. As the icing that he put on his cakes. If not sweeter. If not sweeter. Oh my god. In fact, what happened was he learned very um very soon that while owning your own bakery is super fun and cool, um, it was very hard to do when um you were the only person there. Mm-hmm. So he was working like twelve hour days. Yeah. He had no time to dance. Yeah. So he figured, okay, how can I do both? just do both Mm -hmm. so he learned a new dance style technique for when he bakes where he just fucking breaks out and dance while he's working hey yeah and and he also figured out ways to incorporate processes in the baking process with his dancing yeah he actually replaced uh he wouldn't wear like you know normal sneakers or anything he would wear like um he'd wear plastic coverings on his shoes and he would dance all over his dough. Like, mm-hmm. Or like dance, or like, you know how you have those long sheets of icing that you got to knead out or roll out? Instead of using a roll. Long sheets of icing? Or, I'm sorry, the long sheets of like fondant. Excuse, fondant. Fondant, excuse me. Sorry. Fondant is not icing. Fondant cream. is not icing. Uh, like the long sheets of fondant you got to like roll out. Instead of using a rolling pin, he just moonwalked all over him. Mm-hmm. He just moonwalked in his plastic shoe covers all over those pieces of fondant. At first, these techniques... Were not wildly accepted. Mm-mm. They were rough. His cakes were looking rough. Mm-hmm. Um, the business took a bit of a plunge because mm-hmm. instead of restarting and like remaking cakes, he was like, "No, that's a wasted product." Yeah. He would just put these cakes on display, and it was like it looked like a man just walked all over that cake. Yeah. Which are they wrong? No. No. But all, he he tried to to make it better by um, even though he messed up a person's cake he would give them a free dance show um, along with the cake when he presented it to them. And that seemed to make up for it. Yeah. People were so into it. People were like, all right, hey. Yeah, and, and it wasn't even like there were other people. It wasn't like he was part of a group. It was a one-man dance show. It was just him with yep. this cake that he's twirling around. Yeah, he would bring the cake in, and then he would bring in a small dance floor for himself. Yes. And just dance for the people. Yes. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, it, it really was. it really was. And he realized soon after that that like maybe he was maybe he was losing sight of what his real passion was in life, and it was dancing. Dancing was his true, one true passion. But so was baking. So was baking, but he still couldn't seem to figure out a way to marry those two things together without some sort of backlash. Hmm. So what is there? What is there for somebody to do that wants to bake, but also wants to dance? Mm. Strip? Strip baking. Strip baking. Strip baking. So he would strip while baking. Yes. Women in America have a fascination with men stripping. Yeah, totally. Not every, not all. In America. But, you know. I love when they go all the way down and not their dingle dongle. (laughs) But, like, like Chippendales is a big thing. And it's just dudes dancing in with nothing they're just dancing yeah. there's no other flair to it totally men are not into it 
But men don't go to strip clubs. No. That's well, not to, a thing. to strip clubs with men in them. Talking How do you know? Male strip, male strip clubs. I mean, I'm sure there are, but... Um, but no, what I'm talking about is like Chippendale says the market cornered on just like, oh, scantily clad men dancing. Cool. Mm-hmm. But that's it. They're one note. But, but, uh, what's his name again? Zachary. Zachary. Excuse me. Zachary thought he could slip himself into a niche market, which is that stripper slash baking market. Because he knew he was offering somebody that, something that nobody else could offer. So every time... If I remember correctly, one of his techniques was while he was on the catwalk and he was doing his thing, mm-hmm. if someone put, like, a dollar in his underwear, mm-hmm. he would throw a cookie in their mouth. Yep. Yeah. It was a fiver. Hey, you get a cupcake. <laughs> did he hide the cupcakes in his in his G-string or did he just have them? It was almost like magic. Like, he uh, would just pull from thin air and be like, here you go. Okay. Chocolate ganache. Mm. What? Chocolate ganache, and he's not wearing much clothing. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this in my head? Yeah. yeah. See how I didn't really think that one sounded that good? <laughs> but anyway, he had. I don't know, they would try it and not taste poop. <laughs> he still had an A from the, from the health department. <laughs> Trust us, he had to get certified. <laughs> he had to get certified. Um, but no, once, once he started doing this strip baking business, things were going really well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but unfortunately then, them Chippendales boys, uh, heard wind of this and then decided, you know what? Baking is for losers. Cooking, uh, you know, doing like fierce hibachi cooking while stripping. <laughs> Just throwing knives everywhere. Yeah. Throwing knives and lighting little onion volcanoes. <laughs> That's the dangerous shit. We can do it while stripping. Women will love it. So Chippendales started doing a traveling strip hibachi show all across the country. And Zachary, oh, was he pissed. He was. Um, the one thing about Zachary that he kind of had, um, he kind of had the upper hand in this just because all of his goods were pre-made. Mm-hmm. And he would present them as he, you know, did his mm-hmm. strip tease. He gave him the pre-made goods. Nah. The, the cooks that were... Um, on this hibachi tour, got horrible burns everywhere on their bodies. Yeah, just the splat, the spattering oil, and and just like, because that was not that style of cooking was not made for scantily clad men. Yeah, um, you know how like in hibachi restaurants, the the chef will flip the broccoli, um, over mm-hmm. into, out into the crowd. Yeah, um, there also were a number of instances where, because there were so many women in the crowd, they just had like. Uh, they had broccoli cannons that shot out from the front of the stage at the points oh when. Oh my they... god! So yeah, there were some women that uh, they got injured from the broccoli cannons. Not to mention some of them were allergic, so like when I hit them, just like their entire face blew up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> like actually exploded. It actually yeah, there were faces that exploded. <laughs> That's it what was, happens when you have allergies. It was real gruesome. It oh was yeah. Real gruesome. Um, but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Zachary had to step up the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he went back to the idea of dancing while baking. Mm-hmm. He was like, what can I do with that? How can I evolve that? So, so Zachary, um, one of his favorite movies was You Got Served. Yeah. Um, so Zachary decided he was going to take matters into his own hands mm-hmm. and create a sequel. Okay. Called You Got Served a Cupcake. Oh, oh my God. So it was a 90-minute one-man dance movie. Um, also with a little bit of story involved where it was the story of uh, Zachary fighting his uh, evil twin brother uh, Nackery. It was just it was just him playing the same playing two different characters. The Nega Zachary. The Nega the Nega Zach. Um, gotcha. But also insta- it was a dance battle that ended with uh, with him serving the other guy a cupcake, which hence the title You Got Served a Cupcake. Mm. Any background dancers he had, or if there are any, they um, were all CGI versions of himself. Oh yeah, and then he even he even went a step further and went back to his baking skill. Huh. He was known for recreating human people as cakes. Oh okay, from like head to toe, and he learned how to puppeteer them. Okay, so he was puppeteering fake cakes, and every time like it wasn't engineering uh-huh. wise, it wasn't the best because yeah. like. 
they would do their moves and then like pieces of cake would fall off everywhere yeah. because cake wasn't meant to like move at high speeds. But when you make a cake go Marion, if you can at least get it to move. I mean, you gotta. You gotta. If you make that cake Nicki Minaj, you better twerk. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, at, at that point, Chippendales was, was flabbergasted and they, they had no response. They, they're like, this, this, this guy's too good. This will never beat this kid. The owner, uh, Chip and Dale themselves, the owners, who are who uh, who we should we should make very clear, not the same Chip and Dale as um, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, not the same. That's not to be confirmed, but you know whatever. Uh, Two chipmunks run an entire organization yeah. of, of strippers. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, so Chip and Dale, uh-huh. they uh, they finally just are like, all right, this guy's got us beat. He's so good. He's the best. We have to learn his techniques. Yeah. And they come to they come to the last um, the last viewing of you got served a cupcake. And at the end of it, they go up to Zach. They go up on stage uh-huh. to actual to actual Zachary, and um, they pull a cupcake out of thin air, the way he does chocolate ganache, <laughs> and they serve it in front of him, kneel down and go, "We are not worthy. We are not worthy." And that's when Zachary pulls out two, one chip, one Dale cake, smashes it over their heads, and he goes, I know. <laughs> the end? I guess. That's, uh, Do I you mean, have anything else? I don't think, I think we kind of wrapped that one up pretty quickly. <laughs> that rivalry between Zachary and Chippendales. <laughs> and the chocolate ganache. Uh, folks, what you didn't see was whenever Lynn would pull a cupcake out, she would pull it out from behind her back near her butt. <laughs> So that's where that's where the idea of a chocolate ganache does not sound appetizing. Look, it didn't taste like poop. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> oh my well, goodness. Well, that's this has been an interesting episode this week. It always is. And it friend. always is. It always is. Um, what do you want to plug? Oh boy. Uh, what do I want to plug? So, uh, so if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at e underscore Williamson ninety three. Um, I'm tweeting all sorts of stuff over there, uh, trying to trying to keep it fun, trying to keep it light, trying to do some fun stuff on Twitter. Um, if you're in the area, in the Allentown or Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area, you can come find me doing improv comedy. Uh, I am part of the Improv Comedy Power Hour at Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where I perform with the team Family Laundry at the Improv Comedy Power Hour on the second and fourth Saturdays of every month. Um, we just had our second to last show of our current run. And our final show of this run will be on Saturday, March 10th. Saturday, March 10th at 10.30 p.m. Um, uh, hopefully it's looking like I'll be maybe in the next run of show. We'll see. But, um, but yeah, uh, if you want more information on that, go to www.steelstacks.org slash comedy. Uh, also, in the, in the April months, I have a sketch comedy show that I've just started working on called Challengers of the Well-Known Except Nothing Dirty. Um, that is a sketch comedy show that will be uh, also performed at Steel Stacks on April 7th. Uh, so if you want more information on that, go to steelstacks.org slash comedy as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's really all I got at this point. So, Okay. Well, you can follow me on Ann, uh, at Ann Lynn, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N, on Twitter. I also stream on Twitch occasionally, which is twitch.tv slash A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Um, anything I do on the internet, I post it on my Twitter. So you should check that out. Um, as for this podcast, you can find us on Twitter as well at mm-hmm. Read Between Cast. Yep. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for the Read Between Podcast. We mm-hmm. should pop up. Yep. Um, we're on Pinecast. Yep. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on Google Play. Um, if you want to send us feedbacks or any ideas, you can email us at readbetweencast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to take this time to promote our project that we are working on new project Um, new project new podcast new podcast new podcast um we are starting a new podcast called nostalgia cops it'll be out at the end of march so march 30th is uh the premiere day for nostalgia cops um I was just about to say you want to tell them a little bit about the show i had to i had to swallow evan (laughs) jesus go ahead sorry um it is a um, rewatch podcast, mm-hmm. and so basically, Evan and I um, are going to go through our old childhood shows and rewatch as much of them as possible, 
and decide, you know, which ones are good, which one should go to TV jail. Go to nostalgia jail. Nostalgia jail. Um, and that's going to be once a month. It's always going to go out on the last Friday of every month, so I'm mm-hmm. probably going to promote it until the March 30th episode. Do you want to give them, so, do you give them the... Uh, the subject of the very of the first episode we are doing dexter's laboratory yes um so that's gonna be fun because we already watched like the first episode like the very first episode of, of dexter's lab and it was weird very weird um but if you want to follow the shenanigans of um nostalgia cops you can find us on facebook just type in nostalgia cops find us on twitter at nostalgia cops um, not much to send to our email, but if you have ideas for that podcast, even though it's not out yet, you can email us at nostalgicoffs at gmail.com. Yeah. Very excited for that one. That's going to be a fun I am super excited. This is my brainchild. It's all this my... Is, <laughs> this is her project, so it's yes. really, really cool. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yes, I'm very excited. it be fun excited. diving back into our childhood. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, one little, one little note uh, regarding future guests... Um, I know last time we talked, we had mentioned Glenn Tickle would be on the show. Uh, that, unfortunately, had to be pushed back a little bit due to scheduling conflicts. So we're looking to get Glenn back here very soon to be able to record an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in March, we've got – oh, gosh. I think we have, like, a we different have, person every week. We have, like, five guests, five mm-hmm. or six guests that we're going to be recording with in the month of March. Everyone won in March. Yes, everyone won in March. So we've got a lot of great names coming up in March uh, as far as guest storytellers. So – be on the lookout for those. We're going to have a lot more information on those in the coming weeks. And we're not going to just, like, podcast vomit them out. It, they'll be sprinkled in. Yeah. Um, that's something that we have decided. Like, it's not going to be a bunch of guests and then just us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We, we might do – it might be one of those things where, you know, one week it'll be us, next week a guest, one week us, next yeah. week a guest. So just make sure you keep tuning in, and we'll be sure to let you know uh, what the next episode will be. Yep. So – all right. Well, I think that's it. I think we can stop chewing off their ear now. Yeah, I think we've uh, I think we've taken enough of their time away. But thank you guys for listening so much. We really do appreciate it. As always, you know, make sure you make sure you tell a friend about the show. Really want to get this show out to some more ears, get some more people listening. So if you like the show, tell a friend, let them know, tell them to come find the Read Between podcast. I'm sure they'll be they'll find something they like. We don't bite. We don't bite. We promise. Unless yeah. unless uh, unless you get us real angry, then then I, I'm known to bite. No. No, you're not. I'm not. You're right. <laughs> I'm not. But, uh, but thank you again for listening, folks. Take care, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.